Hey everyone, welcome to Season 2 of Google Workspace Recap, a Tab Geeks Network show. Each week, we take you through everything announced by Google Workspace, discussing the updates and doing some analysis. We invite all of our podcast listeners to join us over on YouTube or click the link on our website, WorkspaceRecap.com. This is the first episode that we're doing on our new video format. So this is going to be a little bit uh, less polished than some of our other ones. I've already almost gone into the old intro multiple times just as a force of habit here. Um, another thing we want to ask you is to do a huge favor for us uh, is even if you don't normally listen on YouTube, go and subscribe to the channel. Uh, just uh, search for the videos, uh, search for Google Workspace Recap, and we will show up or search for Tab Geeks, and you'll be able to find the channel there. That unlocks a certain bunch of features, or shall I say the rest of features that YouTube allows only when you hit a certain threshold there. So we want to be able to get the full feature set with uh, with a bunch of subscribers, and we'd love to see who you are. So definitely would appreciate if you would do that. Um, this is going to be a year of growth and experimentation for us. Like I said, as we're launching the show on YouTube in a video format, we're going to be trying lots of new things, lots of new ways of doing things. Uh, we, you've heard us talk about my work in the studio here and uh, Steve getting set up in, in his space as well over the last several months as we've planned this out and gotten it working. So um, the whole thing's a work in progress, including this opening, this intro. So uh, expect some changes, and we're thrilled to have you along for the ride and can't wait to hear your input. So uh, we also have a guest with us today who is a little bit of a different episode since there were no updates this week. So um, first, I want to say Happy New Year and welcome to Steve and Christian. Welcome to the podcast. Well, it's not really a podcast anymore. It is a podcast. Welcome to the show. That's the way to do it. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Glad to be here. Happy New Year. So, Jesse, I got a question for you because I was actually looking for Workspace Recap on YouTube. Is it under Workspace Recap or is it under Tab Geeks? It'll be under Tab Geeks and a playlist for Workspace Recap, but each of the videos will be tagged Workspace Recap. And all hail the unbelievably amazing uh, algorithm that YouTube has. I have full faith that uh, as soon as this video is uploaded, everyone will be able to find it. I hope so. Okay, so I, hopefully I just subscribe to the Tab Geeks Network where the video will be. Awesome. As four subscribers now, now five. Is that correct? Uh, I don't know. I didn't get an alert, but I'll let you know later on. <laughs> now there, now there's well, six because I just oh, subscribed. Awesome. I, I was looking for a Google Workspace Recap too, and so, uh, but I found uh, yeah. Tab Geeks. Awesome. Well, we will um, right. definitely make sure to put a link up on the website for everybody to be able to click and subscribe to the correct channel. I just wanted to make sure that was clear because I was searching for it myself. Yep, yep. I was kind of, you know, leveraging the fact that, uh, you know, we, we're not doing this in real time. This isn't a live show. <laughs> you jumped the gun there, Steve. By the time this episode is right. live, there do you we go. still call the them episodes? <laughs> sure. Season yeah. two, episode one. Welcome All to right. the show. So let's do a little intro here. We all know Steve and you all know me, uh, but Christian, we've had you on a couple of times before, but why don't you give us mm -hmm. a quick uh, on one foot, um, our uh, one of, or shall I say the only other real Google Workspace podcast host out there. <laughs> Tell us what you do. There aren't many. Yeah. So uh, my name is Christian Newman. Um, I'm with uh, Rise Digital. We're a Google Workspace partner based in Vancouver, Canada, also host of uh, Google Workspacers podcast. And uh, you're right, I have been on this show before. We had a great time. And I seem to remember that week, um, we thought there wasn't going to be any updates, but then we got slammed <laughs> with a whole bunch of updates and uh, we had a hell of a time. Um, 
not so much this time because I think Google's still off on holidays. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll get start getting updates tomorrow. But uh, looking forward to talking to you guys about uh, our our look ahead to 2022, yeah. which I still can't believe. Yeah, it's it was the um, year 2022. Same. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it was episode episode twenty four. We had you on, and yeah, there were loads of updates. Uh, I think we ended up with like one, two, three, four, five, five updates that week, and along with a few other up topics that we talked about. So yeah, that was a busy uh, busy episode. Wow, that was six months ago. Can't believe we did fifty fifty four actual episodes last year. Yeah, fifty yeah. fifty six yeah. if you count the bonus ones. <laughs> yeah, I think that was sometime around. May. It was sometime in the summer. Sounds about right. Yeah, sometime May, June. June, June 11th was June 11th, the uh, yeah. weekly recap post. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, what we're going to do for uh, everybody this week is uh, we do have one thing that we found that was uh, just an, an other topic. is a little bit of a leak around Google Tasks, which we'll get into in a bit. Uh, if you're a big fan of that, like, like I continue to be hopeful about i can't say i still am a fan but i continue to be a, a hopeful fan uh but we're going to go through our wish lists uh steve and christian and i uh put together some of the top things uh as usual christian's and mine is significantly longer than steve's <laughs> but um you know it's it's probably uh things that we've been complaining about over the last year saying oh god i wish google would do this uh we're finally going to put them all together on a list here and uh talk about you know what we've seen what we hope we'll see and uh just kind of schmooze for a bit and that'll be our episode and i think in some cases things that google said they were going to do but they just haven't gotten around to yet there's i think there's a couple of those they get us all excited and then and then nothing yeah. <laughs> like uh yeah. space. But we won't forget, Google, if you're listening, we don't forget. We'll uh hold you accountable. Absolutely. Uh yeah, we were you were joking before that uh there was a lot more updates in the week than we anticipated. We said, I think in last week's episode or the one before that, we really need to get somebody inside of Google who we can just get to slip us an update and be like, all right, this week you're going to have so many, uh, you know, this many updates or, or not as many updates. You better go get a guest and make it a little easier on us. <laughs> <laughs> no scrambling at the last second. How are you doing, Steve? You've been awfully quiet. I'm good. I was just actually looking at um, trying to figure out, um, that whole task sidebar thing in the, in the article that, uh, Chrome unboxed had. And I thought, I thought we had seen the task icon before and, um, it's definitely in a lot of the roadmap, uh, images and screenshots. And I thought, but I thought there was some discussion about that before, um, a while back. So the logo, you mean, uh, I'm just trying to. Yeah, yeah. So I think the, well, the, the logo that rolled out. Chrome Unboxed has shows calendar tasks or calendar keep and then tasks, right? Yeah. On the side panel. Yep. And and I thought so. I was just trying to figure out. I thought that's been out for for a while though, hasn't it? Well, that has. It, but did they say that in the article? That, um, it dropped an image of ta the task sidebar in Google Workspace, but instead of looking. Uh, or a customer looking at it looks much different. Yeah, I thought the um, uh, thing that they were showing here was the fact that you can collapse tasks and subtasks as well as have a uh, favorites menu now. The, I mean, I've I've seen the new logo rolled out. That happened almost immediately after the blog post. Yeah. 
Okay. I seem to recall Steve so being a fan of the old logo. Of tasks. That's <laughs> he, right. He, he was on Team on Old that. Logo. I remember that. <laughs> I <laughs> Hashtag. Am. I am um but yeah this is this is the first still, still um like this is the first i'm seeing the image with the uh the, i guess it's the start or the favorite favorites favorite tasks yeah yeah know. well this isn't an official announcement either so we are all speculating here yeah no this <laughs> is just based on a chrome unboxed report right mm-hmm. yeah Exactly. Well, they pulled it out of a blog post, I believe. Well, it was 9to5Google who first noticed it, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was pulled out of a blog post, Tools to Help You Tackle Your New Year's Resolution, which was just, hey, use Google Meet and Keep and all that jazz mm-hmm. and tasks to help you know keep yourself to it. But the screenshot that they have in there, 9to5Google and Chrome Unbox were like, wait a minute, that does not look like what it normally looks like. And so that's what we're looking at. Well, you know, when, when Google does their blog posts, they always have sample images, uh, screenshots of, you know, what they're trying to, what they're talking about in the blog post. But if you look closely at those screenshots, there's always something little there, Mm -hmm. right? Like (laughs) I I remember earlier, um, I was going to say earlier this year, but I guess maybe the middle of last year, I think it was right before the summer when they were talking about um, all of the new chat features that were coming out. Um, and, uh, if you look really closely at some of those screenshots, there was a Google drive sidebar application in Google chat. And I still mm-hmm. haven't seen Google drive sidebar application appear in my Google chat. I don't know about your Google chat. Um, but what, what is that? That's very interesting. Um, and, and so, you know, when you, when you see these, uh, these screenshots that they drop in these blog posts, there's always something you can pick up on that they haven't talked about yet. Feel like we're uh, sleuthing the updates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go over it pixel by pixel. I'm telling you. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, this 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 screenshot here, I guess it's I gather it's a uh, Google Slides. Uh, it looks like a slides present. Yeah, it's a slides presentation. Yeah. And tasks is open up in the uh, sidebar, and you can very clearly see how tasks can be organized into lists. And there's a starred section or start. I guess a tab. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Cool. Really interesting. Well, I'm sure we'll hear about it soon. Um, that was our little other update here. And, uh, we actually, when I was doing some research before, just kind of looking at maybe seeing some other lists from other years and totally by accident, I found a blog post from 2014 of wish lists for Google features, of what was then called Google Apps in 2013 and and looking forward into 2014. And I had to laugh. I wanted to share this with all of you. 37% said my top wish would be for improvements to tables in Google Docs, such as the ability to merge cells and for header rows to repeat across pages. And I just cracked up because they literally just rolled that out last week or the week before. What was it? Yeah, the header rows, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. That was 2014. Yeah. Right, wish list. So if we were, if, <laughs> so it's 2014, now it's 20, so eight years. So if there's something we want in the year 2030. Oh, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> let, let's, let's do a really good job of our wish list that we're about to talk about. And if we hammer those home from now until 2029, then on uh, 2030, which will be episode number 845 of the Google Workspace <laughs> Recap Podcast. We'll get together, the three of us, for a reunion, 
Steve will supply the bottles and, um, and we'll, uh, I'll congratulate ourselves at how, um, how consistently we ask for those things. Amazing. Okay. We've gotten to the point, you've heard it here, folks, that we are officially creating the future roadmap of 2030 Google Workspace <laughs> if they haven't changed the name 35 times between now and then. Yeah. <laughs> so eight times 52 plus you're already on uh, 50 something. So it'll be almost yeah, episode, episode 500. Episode 468. Yeah, 468, Ooh, somewhere 468. around there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That would be the ninth goal. Uh, so yeah. We called it. All right, we're going to have to set a uh, Google task to remind us yeah. in 2030. <laughs> Put it in the calendar. That's what that, yeah, eight, eight, eight more years, right? So we'd have nine complete seasons. Wow. Is that what it would be? Yeah, yeah. that would be uh, episode 469. It'll be the first episode of the 10th Well, season. hopefully by that point, Google Next will go back to being in person. We can start covering it live as the official uh, <laughs> you know, coverage of Google Next. We were supposed to do it this year. We were so close, and then... No, COVID. <laughs> there's been there's been a few conferences though this year in person. It hasn't uh, everything hasn't completely shut down. So I think Jesse, you were at an in person conference, right, with some uh, some people. I was not. I was going to be. Um, I did crash. Oh, the, the conference still went on though. This conference still. Yeah. So happen. there was a conference. It was the. Um, it was a digital, um, I don't know, what was it? A, a channel partners conference for um, ISPs and, right. and those groups and stuff. So I had been in town for work because I was visiting one of our um, one of our properties that were rebuilding the office. And so I was doing all of the, the groundwork for that and, uh, you know, taking pictures and getting some scans and stuff like that of the space and using a really cool 3D uh, 3D imaging tool to create a, like a virtual world of the office as it is currently, which is really cool. Um, but anyway, I, I digress. I ended up crashing this conference, just meeting up with uh, one of our one of our vendors. Um, but even even that conference didn't have that many people, and it was in Vegas, and there was probably I don't know two thousand three thousand people there tops. It wasn't like any of the mega shows. I do know that CES is supposed to be this week or is currently now, and uh, they had a whole mess load of um, publications drop off and say they were going to do it virtually. A whole lot of vendors dropped off and said they were going to do it virtually, including Google. And uh, some of the analysts that I know have all basically said, "No, we're probably not going to go." And um, they're actually going to be ending the show a day early, so doing more of a, a compressed show. And I know that um, there was uh, there was another conference. I'm trying to remember which one it was. That they were also oh, it was B side. Some of the security conferences, the cybersecurity conferences, have been delayed um, in kind of indefinitely as uh, COVID continues to, I guess, make a massive resurgence here with Omicron. So. Um, you know, hopefully we'll get back to it at some point. Who knows? Have you been to B-Sides before? No, but I have seen a lot of chatter about it. I'm friends with a lot of people on Twitter that uh, have presented yeah. or want to present or attend. Yeah, I've been to the London one a couple times. Uh, much better than oh, yeah? like most conferences I've ever been to. It's yeah, really it seems good. like a great yeah. show. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Yes, I'm not sure how well they are in other parts of you know, other cities, other locations, but the London one is very good. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll have to try it at some point and let you know. Yeah, usually it usually coincides with local, um, like some of the big security co conferences that are going on yep. in, the, in town at the time. At least the London one is like that. There's like the, you know, kind of the, the big industry leading 
security event, uh, and they kind of coincided with that. Cool. All right. Shall we get into the uh, the wish list here? You read my mind. You want to go through yours first? <laughs> mine? Sure. Yeah, mine's pretty short. Straight to the point. <laughs> um, so uh, I've got about, what do I have? I've got uh, five on my list. Five, five ones here. Yep. Um, oh, I renumbered everyone's. So let's just renumber mine. Uh, easier. So, so one thing I have is just easier app deployment for Windows management. So just making it easier for you to deploy uh, Windows applications through the Windows device management. And I think there's you know there's some capabilities right now uh, in there, and it'd just be good to kind of have a little bit more straightforward um, capabilities for that. Also, I would say in terms of Windows management, would be um, I'll add kind of a sixth one here is BitLocker, uh, like key escrow uh, service. So uh, that kind of came up in a discussion that I had with uh, some customers recently talking about, you know, they're wanted, wanting to move away from Intune and uh, a lot of their Microsoft environment and move over to Google Workspace. And one of the things was, well, how do we um, control the BitLocker key encryption? And uh, how do, you know, Intune, for example, can escrow those keys, uh, but, uh, Currently, Windows or currently the Google Workspace uh, environment can't do that. So, mm. uh, hopefully, that is something that will come uh, from the Windows management side of things. And then uh, a lot of things around APIs. So, just uh, more, or I don't think there's any. So, just having some admin console APIs available to us. And and then in terms of more APIs, so more APIs for mm -hmm. user settings on the core Google application. So. Always more APIs, really, by the you know, way. There's never enough APIs. Right. Yeah. In general. <laughs> right. So just being able to control uh, things, you know, like in the Gmail user settings, for example, uh, as an admin. Uh, so there's just you know a few things that you can do now. Uh, all the settings that are the user can control and admin should be able to do through an API is uh, is kind of my thought, or at least uh, kind of the some of the main ones. So. Uh, there's, re there's really, you know, there's really not any uh, on the on the applications other than email that I can think of. You know, you can't really control any Google Docs settings. Uh, you can't control, you know, for example, your default um, uh, templates uh, or not your default templates, but your style, your styles, right? So a user has to do that manually themselves. Of course, they can pick from the template gallery, but you can't say, okay, a user's defaults. Um, you know, style is this and push that out to users, mm, yeah. uh, user settings. Um, so it'd be nice to see things like that uh, available. And then uh, probably, you know, possibly some things people may have seen um, is just the ability to have more DLP controls for things like Chrome, chat, and Gmail. I think there's uh, been alpha, beta, um, programs for that and some some reference to that during Google Next events, uh, but that still is really only around Drive at the moment. Uh, so still kind of waiting to see if more DLP controls roll out. And then another thing that I'd like to see is uh, the investigation tool querying, you know, more data for especially for enterprise plus enterprise plus customers. So it really only goes back as far as the. Um, as the audit logs uh, have logs for. So 
you know, so, sometimes it's 180 days, sometimes it's 90 days. Uh, it kind of depends on what uh, what you're trying to query. But it'd be great to uh, have an indefinite retention of those, uh, or you know, allowing the investigation tool to query that data indefinitely, uh, moving back as far as um, the environment's been created, or looking at um, connecting into BigQuery logs. And if a customer set that up to have the investigation to actually query the um, query the BigQuery logs, uh, allowing you to go back further in time hmm. on that. So those are mine. Jesse, do you want to go through yours? Sure. Um, well, everybody knows that I'm a big fan of uh, of Meet and Chat. What, Steve? I was just saying, or any comments on the one that I uh, that no, I it's, the yours were were very good, and and I definitely agree with a bunch of them, especially easier app deployment for Windows management. Um, I think there's a lot of space to grow in that area, and um, you know, one of the things that Google is trying to do is is continue to improve and make themselves more of a security provider, uh, even on the individual level at the company, and not necessarily just for the the admins or the people who are supposed to be ultra secure for everyone. And that's definitely going to be a huge step forward for that. So, uh, agree with you there. And plus, more APIs for everything always going to be great. Uh, to have more APIs because that means more things that we can play with and more ways to massage the data, work with the data, access the data, et cetera. So, all right. Um, everybody knows that I'm a huge fan of Google Meet and uh, tasks and chat. So uh, that's basically my wish list. So now I'm done. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Google Meet collaborative screen sharing. This is a big one. This drives my CEO nuts. And uh, for those of you who, like me, are in meetings basically all day long, you know, one of the things that it really, 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 really would make us happy to be able to do is to share our screen and have other people in the meeting be able to uh, do annotations on there, uh, use a laser pointer to highlight something, draw on or add notes, something along those lines uh, on my screen and have everybody else be able to see it. And also as well, a line that I hear regularly in meetings is, uh, no, no, right over here, just, you know, right, right over there, that, that thing that no, no, move your mouse over. Oh, that's right. I forget. You can't see what I'm pointing at. And it's just like, or Google could build this out so that I could see what they're pointing at. Mm. Uh, so that's, I think, my my biggest one there. Uh, Google, if you're listening to this, please, please uh, give us the ability to do, uh, to do that. And obviously, you can do some of it with uh, uploading to Jamboard and so on. But it, it's even that experience isn't so uh, intuitive or uh, fluid at this point. So. There was a partnership and um, a partnership and an acquisition of some sort yep. uh, with um, whiteboarding yeah. apps that um, enabled these types of experiences. Um, which ones were they again? It was earlier this year, right? Or so Miro, Miro, yeah, I think right. was the partnership. That was the partnership. And Play, yeah. PlaySpace was the purchase. Right. Right, right, I think right. it was PlaySpace. So I'm very yeah. much looking forward to PlaySpace. PlaySpace, by the way, they had a DJ capability. You could do shared playlists with Spotify integration. That was awesome. Um, the, they had did everything I just mentioned and more, and uh, also had a lot of like you know host capabilities and gaming capabilities and stuff like that. So you know team development and things. So if they would just bring the entirety of that platform into Meet, that would be awesome. Uh, and you know have just set that team loose, which I think is what they bought the company for. It was an aqua hire, so good point there. Um, also in Google Meet, two other things here is auto translation captions that actually work. So one of the things that I've talked about in the past on the show is we do our quarterly town hall, and we have uh, probably forty percent of our workforce are um, 
their first language is Spanish and um, a decent number of them don't speak English all that well, especially when it's in a, a setting like a, you know, a, a quarterly update or something like that. And so we bring a translator onto Zoom and we do the meeting in Zoom, two reasons. One reason, number one, previously was required because I couldn't have more than a couple hundred people or more than 250 people in a Google meet. Obviously that now is being lifted uh, with one of the later updates, but um, still not able to assign captions, closed captions to an individual like I can in zoom. And that person is a translator, a stenographer. And so they type out the closed captions in Spanish. So that would be something that I think would be really helpful for a lot of companies or just make the auto, you know, AI, ML, whatever translation to Spanish, uh, closed captions work properly, work well. Uh, that would also probably be really helpful. And then the other really strong Google meet one is, being able to save chats that take place in a meet. This has come up a lot. This has been a personal frustration and a frustration of many people in my company and other people I've talked to with over the year as well, or over the years, I should say. You're taking chat, you're taking uh, uh, notes or, or posting things and links and, and whatnot in the chat box in the Google meeting in Meet, and uh, it just disappears, it goes away. So, I mean, mm -hmm. yes, if you're recording it, you can get the transcriptions, but still. There should be a better way to do that. So definitely looking for have it. Have it persist as a group chat with everybody who attended or something like that. Even if it's a temporary thing in the transcript yeah. lives on in the event or something along those lines, you know, the calendar event, you can go back and find it. Something mm -hmm. along those lines, like, you know, give us the ability to go back and get it kind of a thing. So I had some things uh, relating to Google Meet on my list. Do you want me to wait and talk sure. about this later? Or do you want me to talk about the Meet ones now? We can We can jump in and out. Go for it. So Google, please, please give us oh, 1080p in Google yes. Meet. Oh my yes. gosh, please. Yes. <laughs> 720 doesn't cut it anymore in 2022. 4K, um, I understand, is too much to ask, but 1080, yes. come on. Yes, yeah, 1080p should be doable. Um, if you can raise the bar to 500 participants, you can probably raise the bar to 1080p. Is <laughs> just what I'm thinking. I'd love to see that. I really, really would. Um, I would love to see a sidebar in Google Meet, right? So that I can have keep and tasks um, and maybe calendar. Um, you know, probably Steve, those three would be the most important. I thought we'd well, seen a screenshot um, of or something. Maybe. So I was, well, I was just thinking back on the 1080p uh, topic there, but uh, one of the biggest challenges that I've had is when we present a tab uh, like of our screen, mm -hmm. like even that resolution is so low that it's yeah. almost challenging to, you know, record Google meet and then look back on it and then actually see what you presented from that tab sharing or window sharing is that it's such a low quality. You can't even read what's on the screen. Well, and so according to my understanding, the team, it is 1080, but yeah. it doesn't look it. No, but when, when you're recording, no. because it records the whole meeting, including the video feeds, it, I think it down samples it back yeah. to 720 for yeah. the recording, yeah, right? But when you're actually presenting like live, it's clear because it's 1080p right. at that point. That's the only stream that's 1080p. Yeah. So, so I guess, so I'm to so the recording, the meet recordings is just such a low quality yeah. that you know, you it's hard to make it out. Yeah. The screen sharing. Yeah. It's hard to make out. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Um, I would love to see the meet recording quality be increased. Mm -hmm. Concur. Yeah. So, and then uh, meet sidebar, um, which I just mentioned, like I said, I just, when I'm in a meeting and 
you know, I've got something to do that's an action item. Um, it's great to have it in a doc or something like that, but I'd love to be able to add it to my tasks or, you know, make notes for my own, for myself um, in Google Keep on the side. And then um, last one is meet transcript. So um, an actual transcript of the conversation um, in, in text format in a doc, right? Sure. Um, I, I'd love for that to uh, come available. I feel like they're already going that direction also because they're already doing the the closed captions automatic. I'm pretty, yeah. yeah, the transcript's been talked about here and there, I think. Um, but uh, haven't quite. And, and I actually uh, did meet a couple of users um, who had it temporarily available on their domain um, for a while. Those are edu domains, I think. Hmm. Um, so you know, I, I think that that one's in in the works somehow. Um, but yeah. uh, don't don't have any official have word on with it. David, David kind of talked about it in some of those sessions that we had. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, cool. so yeah, I think you know, I think that'll come soon. Meet meets come a super long. I mean, just if you think back to twenty <laughs> early twenty twenty until now, and oh, yeah. meet has just come so so far. But um, I'd really love to see it um, continue the momentum into 2022 yeah absolutely they've come a long way they really hauled ass this year and uh mm -hmm. they still do have a long way to go so uh you know there there are there's intense competition here so i'm hoping that that continues to keep this space hot yeah last year right. it was seven, 17 percent of the google workspace updates last year were for google meet it, out of all the applications admin console aside out of oh. all the applications that got the most updates last year that makes sense. Yeah. Let's see if they'll do that for tasks this year. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let me see how many tasks got 1.7% of them last year. <laughs> so anyway, I gather you have oh, something on your list relating to tasks. I do. I want deep tasks integration everywhere. I want it in every app across all of Google. I want it to work in the docs. I want it to work in chat. I want it to work in meet. I want it to work everywhere. The ability to not only just assign tasks to people that are in the, the room that you're in, the space rather that you're in, or the project, whatever, anything. Allow me to assign to anyone in my org from anywhere that I am doing my work. You want to be the one screen, the one platform to, to manage all of my work, then allow me to assign work to others and delegate to others uh, as we continue working on projects from anywhere else in the platform. So that would be something that really uh, would help take tasks go a long way. And as I've said in previous episodes here is that I've tried to use Google Tasks exclusively. And quite frankly, we found that the team wasn't really getting very much work done because they didn't see the tasks or they, you know, they didn't realize it was in a doc and it wasn't assigned to them or tagged to them or, or whatnot. So we've actually gone back to using Asana. I hate to say it, but um, yeah, if Google were to basically build that out and give us the ability to do that and refine, as we were saying before, there already uh, looks like they're doing a little bit more in the sidebar there, but maybe an, indiv an individual uh, dedicated app uh, in the browser for tasks, just make that experience better across the board, then I think you'll have a much greater adoption there. So fingers crossed. Yeah, I think promoting it from sidebar only into its own yeah. sort of full full application and giving it a little bit more capabilities uh, would be great. But you're right, integrating it into everything else um, would just make it so much better. Like, um, you know, 
we, we've seen screenshots and announcements about being able to assign tasks in Google Docs from a, a, a list yep. of action items. That's great. But what about the action items that are assigned in Google Docs comments, right? Like mm -hmm. where do those go and why are those separate from Google tasks, right? Because then users yeah, like need to look in two different places, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so being able to streamline that whole experience would be awesome. And, and don't forget about keep keeps got this weird task pseudo interface too. That's not actually yeah. tasks. They're checklists. Slash that... reminders slash yeah. checklists. Yeah. yeah. So maybe merge like, keep and tasks into just one, you know, to rule them all, or I don't know, piss off a lot of people yeah. doing that probably, but <laughs> there's, there's yeah, gotta but be some way to link all of this stuff. Your, your place where you can just get things done, right? Like exactly. I've, I've got notes, I've got reminders, I've got checklists in Google keep, but then I've got tasks in Google tasks and like there's, there's overlap right. between those and they both some to get come together in calendar sort of kind of, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I think that um, neither of those apps have gotten a lot of love, but um, I, I think that um, I think there's a, a huge opportunity to bring them together and um, have them work a lot harder together rather than separate. Steve, were you going to say something there? Nope. No? What about okay. being able to assign tasks to people outside your organization? Like right now you can in if you're both members of a chat space, you can assign them to people outside your organization. Presumably when you're, when they enable it in Google docs, you'll be able to assign it to anybody who is a collaborator in that Google doc, even if they're outside your organization. So, so why stop at your own organization? Like maybe if they're in my contacts list, I can assign a task to them or. Yeah. Possibly. Or in one another's contact like list or something like share, that. You can share, uh, you know, keep lists right now externally. Yeah, yeah, totally. So those, those, those has, you know, same permissions as like a normal Google Doc. Mm -hmm. You can add yeah. people onto those. I can't help but think that's just another thing that vendors that I don't work with are going to try to get on my, in my yeah. calendar or in my DMs exactly. or in my inbox. Now they're going to be assigning me tasks. Oh, check out this new thing that we have promoted. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Well, before they, they could share a Google doc with you. Right. And then yeah. it would be in your shared with me, but now you can yeah. block them. Right. Um, <laughs> They're creative. Got to give them credit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I haven't seen anyone share a doc with you. No, I haven't gotten anything with that recently. No, like that way. used to. No. Now it's calendar events. You That's the big one for events. me. Well, just drop some time on your calendar if you're available to hop on. It's in an hour, you schmuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Um, some other things that I wrote here are the just really rolling out the already announced features. The Gmail redesign, which for some reason is taking an ungodly amount of time to get rolled out to everybody. Um, we are playing with it in the alpha, but it's not even beta yet. Like, come on, Google. Get with it. Smart Canvas. How long ago did they announce that? Uh, and as Christian was saying before, and, and Steve, I think you were also mentioning this is they've announced these things already. Like just, you know, we, we want to see them roll out already. And, and I think that that's a little bit of the, yeah. maybe the frustration around some of these features well, as well is that we're planning to be able to use them and maybe delaying going to other products because of that coming. But then it's six months to a year before we see it. Yeah. Well, this, this was kind of, this was brought up the other week on the, 
Better IT uh, event, uh, the SaaS Ops event, uh, where I think I think it was the week the Better Cloud was there, and one of the PMs uh, from Better Cloud was asking about you know what's people's perception around you know seeing new features that don't really have a concrete date that are kind of this you know directional kind of uh, nomenclature attached to them, and of course everyone with Better Cloud brought up you know the shared drive support, right? <laughs> you know, being able to support shared drives, which has been, you know, four years now that they've said, oh yeah, we, we, we want to support that. We want to create a feature for that, but we haven't done it yet. Um, and I think, you know, when you put something like that, uh, you know, on your roadmap and say, hey, this is directional, you, you have to know that it's going to happen within some reasonable amount of time. Mm-hmm. Or yep. you have to, you know, within some amount of time thereafter, say it's not going to happen now. You know, we just don't, we don't have any, it's changed. You know, we've, we've decided not to move forward with that. And keeping it directional for four years just isn't, isn't something you should be doing, you know, or keeping it directional or keeping it, you know, so, oh yeah, we're, 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 we're working on it still, yep. you know, for four years or three years or whatever it is. It's just, you know, either commit to it or don't. And, um, say it's not going to happen, you know? Yeah, I agree. Well, a good example of that was, I think it was right. Or I think actually the last time I was on the podcast, um, it was June 11th of last year. And I think that was when uh, a lot of announcements dropped about Google chat and mm-hmm. how it was going to be transformed over the course of the summer into spaces. <laughs> and, you know, there were all going to be all these new features mm-hmm. like gifts and threading and all this stuff. Um, and they gave this time frame of over the over the summer, um, and and yes, a lot of it got done. Um, but um, there were still some updates, like right into December, that um, were still part of that vision. Uh, and even until now, not everything has been has been launched. Right, like we still don't have the threading. We still don't have the rich text formatting. Um, yep, you know, and, and it's frustrating. Sort of Sort of the 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 new really real uh, the new desi- uh, redesigned uh, integrated workspace in Gmail, uh, as you mentioned, Jesse, is something that uh, we're still waiting on. Um, but um, it's taken a lot longer than summer twenty twenty one. Kind of makes me wonder if that's maybe why they didn't do all that much in the way of promotion at Google Next in terms of Google Workspace and some of these features. Is they were right. like, all right. We talked about it. We're not quite as ready as we thought we were, so we're just going to shut up until we're ready to go with those. Right. Because I thought that was very, very odd that they didn't take the massive audience opportunity there that they had of the attention of thousands or tens of thousands for Google Next and not even really, like, sure, we had sessions, but there wasn't a whole lot of marketing around Google Workspace or any of the new features or the new designs or anything like that. Just kind of radio silence. So. Um, speaking of uh, Google Chat, uh, threaded features or Slack-like features, uh, that's another one of the, my wish list items here is the ability to have proper threads, link to said threads, reply to said threads, forward threads to other people, or forward chats to other people, not just to my email. That's kind of, I think I've used that three times since they've rolled it out. I, I, don't, I don't know. What about you guys? Do you find that useful? Um. Yeah, I do forward messages to my inbox. You, usually when I want to kind of as a bookmark, right? Because when I forward it to mm-hmm. my inbox, it'll give me a link that'll take me back to that place. 
um, it's sort of a a hack to (laughs) compensate for the fact that there is no way to link to a specific message or a specific thread, right? Which um, I think we would all like because, I mean, yeah, you can link to a room or you can link to a DM conversation, but there's lots of messages there, right? Like, which one are you talking about? And that's one of the best parts of, you know, I mean, in Google Docs, you can link to a specific word in a Google Doc. You can link to a specific cell in Google Sheets, (laughs) right? Um, It's not just here, open the file and then go find it yourself. But that's kind of how it is in chat right now. Here, here's, here's the conversation. Um, But then, then you're on your own as far as uh, finding the, the message or the thread that I'm talking about. So yeah, I would like to see that for sure. What about you, Steve? Do you use that feature? Sending your chat to email, whatever they call it. I do not. I don't think I've used it once, actually. I do appreciate the mark is unread. I'm glad they finally rolled that out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And then, as we've just been talking about tasks, the the ability to assign tasks in chats, not just rooms. If I'm having a one-on-one chat with somebody, one of my reports or somebody I'm talking to, let me be able to assign tasks to me and to them, you know, within that space. So, sure. And then my last one that I had here was, uh, and then we'll let you finish going through all of yours, Christian, is um, something that Microsoft does that I've just found like, why, why can't Google figure this out? Is when I'm doing two-factor authentication and it wants me to um, sign in, uh, I'm trying to sign in on the computer and I have to open my phone and click, yes, it's me, or line up the numbers or whatever. On the Apple Watch, and probably I imagine on Android smartwatches as well, you're able to approve the login directly on the watch as long as it's unlocked or has been unlocked in a recent amount of time or whatever. And all Google's notification says is dismiss. Yeah, And I would love to be able to have more capabilities from the Google notifications. So it's kind of like a two-part wish list here, item here. One is that allow me to authorize that login uh, through a notification. And two, for the notifications that you have, uh, whether it's emails or chats, to be able to do some more things with them, uh, similar to the Outlook mobile app, actually, which is uh, rather fantastic. It's not Gmail, and I'm hoping that with the redesign towards um, uh iOS's design language and away from trying to just be material everywhere, which they announced, uh, I don't know, a month ago or so, um, mm-hmm. maybe we'll get a better overall um, Google, I guess, Google iOS chat design. So that's the end of mine. Yeah, I actually had on my list a better iOS experience. And, um, you know, Google put right. a lot of work into making sure that whether you are in Gmail or Calendar on Android or the web or iOS, it all had the same sort of look and feel. But I mean, it sort of sells the user experience short in the sense that iOS has some capabilities that those other platforms don't have, right? Right. And so they're sort of foregoing all of those for the sake of, you know, a consistent look and feel with the other platforms. Um, whereas they could be taking advantage of those functionality, like the ability to tap and hold on a Gmail conversation to get a pop-up, uh, what do you call it? A pop-up that previews it, right? Um, I can do that in Instagram. I can do that <laughs> in you know, the Apple Mail app, right? Why can't I do that in the Gmail app if I just want to take a peek at the conversation without actually opening it and then having to navigate back? Right. Right. Um, so there's a whole bunch of things in the iOS user experience that they could be doing better. And 
your your example about uh, the two-step verification um, sign-in is is just another one to add to the list for sure. Um, I had some other things about uh, chat in there. Um, they they rolled out custom status earlier this year where you could set a, a status with you know its own little emoji and you can enter the text of what your status is, whether you're commuting or on vacation or at the gym or whatever. Um, but those are only visible from within my organization. I would love for that to be extended beyond my organization because I do work with a lot of people who are clients and, and people who are Googlers who, who work at Google itself. And I would love uh, to be able to have them have visibility into my context, right? And am I available to assist them um, at any given point and making my custom chat status visible outside my organization would be a huge step in that direction. Um, I would love for uh, the out of office setting in Google Calendar to sync up with the out of office setting in Gmail, right? So if I yeah. have a recurring, um, you know, if I take, you know, the 1st of January off every single year to rest, um, after New Year's Eve, like I, I want that to sync over to Gmail and have an out of office reply, right? Like what, why can't they talk to each other when they're both out of office settings? Um, yep. so, I just uh, had that question. I was on vacation last week. Yeah. I was like, yeah, but I, I said it in calendar. Why, you know, why isn't it said in Gmail or I said it in <laughs> Gmail? Why isn't it reflected on my calendar? So I, I know for me, like I don't, I don't necessarily want to have an autoresponder on my Gmail at all. Almost never. I would want to have, you know, blocking off time on my calendar so people can see that and not book events with me. But um, I almost never set an out of office vacation responder on emails. I do. That's, yeah. I do sometimes. Yeah, but I you know what? I, like clients at large organizations, they do it all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm out of office today, contact so-and-so if you need immediate assistance, yeah. right? Something like that. Right. Um, and and to, to bring those two out of office settings together, I think it would be great. Um, or at least give the option, like you should have when you're creating the event in calendar saying you'll be right. out of office, say, oh, and here's yeah, my out of office set. message and here's who you should send it to contacts or only, you know, internal versus external, et cetera. Yeah, but totally. have that in the specific event for out of office, right. you know, event. Well, when you set an out of office yeah, in actually, calendar, you can set a, um, uh, a decline message, right? Because it'll automatically right. decline meeting requests and you can say, hey, I'm out of office because I'm celebrating the new year. Mm -hmm. Right. Contact Steve for assistance. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I would love to see those two brought together. Um, got another Gmail one. I, 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 I need to see a better shared slash collaborative inbox experience. Uh, um, yes. Because we have. So there's two ways that you can go about this. When you, when you have an inbox or an email address that multiple people use, um, like, uh, support at domain.com as an example, right. Mm -hmm. Um, or help at abccompany.com. Um, there's two ways you can do this. You can have a group's collaborative inbox, right. Where you set up a group and people in your organization become members of that group. And then they can collaborate on those, um, 
those emails. They can assign them to one another. They can mark them as complete, et cetera, et cetera. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> um, or, and, and there's no cost for that, right? Because you don't have to pay for licenses for it. Or you could pay for a Google Workspace, an entire Google Workspace license, just for the sake of getting access to an email address and a sort of traditional Gmail inbox that multiple people can be delegated access to, right? Um, and you can all jump into that mailbox and deal with the messages that way. And, and in there, you can kind of sort of assign them to one another. You kind of using labels, you can fake it. And, um, <laughs> you know, so it, neither of them are a great experience. And I find that so many organizations or so many use cases, um, one or the other of those work best work okay for many use cases, but there's so many use cases that fall in this valley of despair that exists between those two um, experiences that I, I think just needs to be solved for. And back in 2019, I don't know if you've seen this video, but back in 2019, I think it was at Next, um, there was a, a presentation by a, a product manager who was talking about how Google is going to solve for this collaborative inbox uh, experience, right? Um, but um, it still hasn't happened. We, we've seen some of the groundwork laid for it. For example, um, last year, I think it was in 2021, they increased the um, delegation limit for Gmail inboxes from 25 maximum to 1,000 maximum. Um, right. So there are some things being done that would have to be done in order to fulfill that experience that was talked about back in 2019. Uh, but there's still so much more to do there, I think. So what do you guys think about that one? Yeah, I actually had that in my list and well, I totally forgot to mention it is just basically a basic help desk. I'm literally paying for another product for a bunch of people to be on a collaborative inbox because Google's is not really there. And that was actually just discussed today on Mac Evans. So people are asking, oh, yeah. you know, uh, Chris, Daw, Chris Daw, actually, who's one of, he's the, one of the co-founders of the Mac admins in Seattle. Uh, he was asking what is, um, do, you know, does anyone have a good compare contrast summary of delegated inboxes versus collaborative inbox via groups? And, you know, there was a lot of discussion around, um, of course, you know, the, the pros and cons of, you know, how groups function and how delegated inboxes function and what you can and can't do in each one and uh, getting you know, more feature parity between those two, uh, you know, especially in the groups. Um, and I think a lot of that aligns with, you know, what you've just said there around getting, um, you know, more help desk kind of functionality uh, and just, you know, a better experience over there in groups, which of course has come a long way with the, you know, the improved group experience and the newly redesigned. Mm -hmm. Uh, but there's still uh, quite a few things that you just, you know, you can't do with a collaborative inbox through groups. You know, you have to um, use a delegated uh, delegated inbox to do certain things like automation of, you know, labeling and filtering, those kind of things. You just, you just can't do yeah. in groups as well as you can with, a, with an actual inbox. And then when you go to a delegated inbox, you lose the mobile experience too. And right now when we're in this hybrid work yeah, environment, right? right? Like, yeah. You can't yeah, access, can access it on a delegated inbox yeah. from a mobile device, period, right? 
And that's one place where groups works a little bit better is in the mobile experience. It's just neither of them. There's this big valley of despair between the two. And <laughs> I, I, it, it needs to, right? Um, so there's a lot of work that needs to be done there for sure. Um, Good one. Let me see what else do I have here. Uh, so I did talk about some of the smart canvas stuff. Um, I, I'd love to see pageless Google Docs. Yes. Come, come to fruition because like the last time I printed something was like 2016. <laughs> um, well, um, well, here was another, here was one that I was just reading uh, just before, uh, just before we kind of got on was a, was a Reddit post around uh, multi-page view. So more of like seeing three pages side by side. So one page, you know, page one, two, three, mm -hmm. all in one view on like widescreen monitors, you know, so right now you can only see, you know, the first page and you just have all this big white space all over the place. You know, when you have a 27 inch widescreen monitor, you can't view three pages all, you know, you can't view page one, two, three, no, left to right, no. no. Scrolls top to bottom, that. right? Word can Scrolls do it. Scrolls top to bottom, because that's it, yeah. <laughs> I, that's, that was the point. That was the whole point of this article, right? So wow. it was being able to have, um, you know, multi-page view uh, across the screen, you know, uh, horizontally yeah for sure instead of just being able to scroll one page at a time well, i think pageless pageless is meant to take that even one step further by not necessarily binding you to like an eight and a half inch wide page that you can replicate three times across a screen but actually just making the entire canvas as big whatever shape you want to make your window that is your canvas for your document right um and there's no such thing as pages either going left to right or top to bottom um, mm -hmm. so, you know, I think that's kind of the, the vision, at least how I understood it, but like you, I, I haven't seen it, you know, before my very eyes yet. And so I, I don't really know, but, um, what I do know is that I never print anything. Uh, the first thing that I do when I open a new Google doc is shrink all my margins to like a quarter of an inch or... <laughs> Uh, half a centimeter, I think it is in yep. Canada. You should, um, you should set your defaults. You set your defaults to this. You don't do that every time. Yeah, and and if I had a, an admin an admin API to set those defaults, I could make sure I do it for every <laughs> single user, users. right? Yeah. <laughs> right. <Yes. Yeah. laughs> and set their default font while I'm at it. Um, nice. But uh, yeah, so. Yeah, I would just love to see some of the some more of those smart canvas. Uh, I mean, smart canvas is here. Uh, I talked about it in my top twenty one updates of twenty twenty one, and smart canvas was the one that I was most excited about. Not because everything has come to fruition yet, but because I think the possibilities are just so huge in terms of what it can do. And we've seen some of that already, like you know the 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 smart chips um, embedded in Google Docs and. Um, yep. We know that there's so much more coming, like um, emoji reactions and and voting tables and um, pageless format and things like that. I would just I, I wanted I wanted to go faster, right? Because this past paper based paradigm, it's in the past. It's done. Like we we don't print things anymore. So why should we be bound mm -hmm. to that paradigm, right? Yeah, for sure. Also, we want Google to go faster so that we uh, have job security here over at Google Workspace Recap. <laughs> right, right. Keep, keep the updates coming. Keep us coming, busy, right? Google. Keep them flying. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Um, 
I was well. I was going to say that we should have uh, we should make this you know the the, the top twenty two uh, features that we want to see in twenty twenty two twenty one. Yeah, I think we got more than twenty two yes. here. Although there's some overlap between mine and Jesse, so you know what we might be somewhere close to that. Right. Um, the the last one that I had on my list was a, an easier Google Workspace to Google Workspace um, migration experience. Oh yeah. Um, or or even from Gmail to Google Workspace as well. Brian um, recently was asking for that. Well, and and we've seen in twenty twenty one we saw the ability to consolidate two domains to do a domain takeover if you're using Essentials Edition. Right. Um, so the functionality exists to take two yeah. Google Workspace tenants and combine them into one. Um, right okay, now, it's I limited to, to essentials, but um, <laughs> I, I need to see that uh, expanded, please. Yeah, for sure. Let me just say, I've I've seen the details of what Google does to try to attempt to do that, and it's not easy. Um, there's a lot of complexity to that, even when Google is trying to do that, uh, themselves, um, the, the documentation on that, that process is huge, I believe um, that. in terms of here's the things you need to account for, here's the things that can go wrong. Uh, you know, a lot of things go make, a lot of things are a lot easier when you do that. You know, when Google says, Hey, I'm going to take this environment and move into this new customer. Um, but there's also a lot of complexity you still need, you know, you still need a partner to essentially help manage that process. Mm -hmm. Even when Google does try to make it a lot easier, mm -hmm. um, in certain cases. So it's, yeah, it's, it's not, I don't ever, ever foresee that being a simple process, uh, unfortunately, but there are ways to make it slightly less painful, but, um, Still, there's a lot of things that you need to uh, to account for on that process. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully that can be a little bit easier. Um, you know, with you know, um, maybe just some reporting on you know, here's all the caveats to to what will happen. You know. Yeah. Especially like even with you know with Google Voice, like if you have Google Voice on one of your domains, you want to move over, like yeah. that just doesn't work very yeah. easily, you know, because it's a whole separate thing. So where'd that phone number go? A lot of complex things. <laughs> yeah, right. where'd that vault retention so, history go? <laughs> yeah. My God, I can't imagine. Right. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the yeah, yeah. There's a. Uh, so I'll change my I'll change my um, my bullet from easy to easier. There you go. <laughs> <Easier>. <laughs> Let's yeah. just make it yeah. a little bit better than it is right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there are some there are some things that the Google Migrate tool is um, I think going to be supporting Google to Google migrations. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it, I don't think it does that right. The now, one the one that you can spin up in GCP, right? Yeah, the, the right the Google Migrate um, tool that Google has that you have to you know install server you know spin up servers exactly yeah, yeah. for that one yeah that one's still in beta right so that might make it a little bit easier <laughs> uh, I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's still in beta <laughs> still it might be. yeah 
That's yeah. a long beta. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's it for my list, guys. Um, wow, we made it through one hour. Yeah. <laughs> well, get busy, Google. A lot of uh, big wishes here. Where's the genie? Yeah. Well, I mean, they have. I mean, I think we we talked about some of those numbers uh, from last year. You know, yep. twenty twenty one updates compared to twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. So there was what? What did we say? There was over twenty. 20% more updates. Something like that. I counted three, seven, 370, you had 290 something. I had like 317 or something like that, but I included the, um, yeah. I included the um, other updates that were in the recap posts. So, you know, there were like 25 recap posts or something like that, and they would have extra little tidbits yeah. in there. I included those. Oh, uh, those little things. Yeah, and including those, there yes. were like 317, I think. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I, I was only counting the posts that they made. So, you know, comparing last year's yeah, about blog right. post to this year's blog post. Yeah. So. The, the ones that I didn't include were anything that weren't mentioned in the recap, but weren't mentioned in a post, but were mentioned in the visible changes. I didn't count those. <laughs> um, I'm sure there were a few of those too. And a number of things that were only mentioned in a Google Cloud blog post and nowhere else. And a few things that just kind of happened, but were never mentioned anywhere. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love it. All right. Well, this is our first video episode. Um, It's actually interesting. I have to keep thinking to myself, like, nobody can see us, or only some people who look at us on YouTube can see us. All of our regular listeners are still on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify or whatever. So it's like don't show things visually think about how to describe it to everybody so um like i said at the top of the episode here it's going to be some experimentation learning how best to do this but i think this went well thanks for making me a part of it guys yeah my pleasure um i didn't rewrite the uh, the outro but uh i guess that's all for this week and send us your questions and comments on twitter at workspace recap and on our website workspacerecap.com like i said at the top of the episode here head on over to the tab geeks youtube channel and hit subscribe uh that way we're going to be able to get all of the features and you'll be able to see all the videos we put out not only for this wonderful show but also my other show which is supporting it support which a uh, little sneak preview here i am going to be changing the name on that so stay tuned uh very soon so that we can kind of expand the scope of that show a little bit and have a little bit more fun with it especially as it moves into a video format and as i've been promising for a little while we are getting ready to launch our um sass discussion podcast called sass showdown with some two two new superstars from the community who are absolute experts in the space and uh a ton of fun to hang out with so keep your uh ears and eyes open eyes and ears open for that and possibly a new disaster technology show that i'm working on as well so all good things coming so have a great week and we'll see you next time on workspace recap <laughs>